0: up, my dudes. Welcome back to Olympia Oddities. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. It's a little windy. Um, I don't really have any pre-show notes other than, is anyone else excited that the Yelm UFO Festival is now the Earth UFO Festival? And it's going to be at the uh, Thurston County Fairgrounds, which is somewhere that I have a lot of, like, good memories in my life because I grew up showing goats and 4-H and stuff like that. Um, I didn't get a go last year. Well, I could have gone, but I would have been going alone. And I was like, oh, that's like weird to go to a UFO thing alone. But now that I've gone to Squatch Fest all by myself, and that was like almost all the way down in Oregon, I'm totally gonna go. So if anyone wants to go with me, <laughs> let me know. So today, we're going to be covering an ancient cryptid from the Pacific Northwest, as well as one of my many high schools that I went to's mascot, the Thunderbird. Uh, yeah, so we were the T-Birds at Tumwater, and so my personal history with the Thunderbird is, like, seeing a weird green version of it, like, on the side of the marching band trailer, or we had a really, like aggressive one that was wearing, like, a wrestling singlet up in, like, the upper gym thing. I don't know. It was just a whole lot of, like, what the fuck is going on here? But as I started reading and actually looking into, um, the story of the Thunderbird, it's really important and really interesting to a lot of people, so it goes a little bit deeper than being my high school, which I hated's mascot. The Thunderbird is described as a gigantic bird, usually like an eagle in appearance. To the indigenous people of the Pacific Northwest, it is a very powerful and important figure in their cultures and history. It is considered a supernatural being of power and strength. It is especially important and frequently depicted in the art, songs, and oral histories of many Pacific Northwest Coast cultures, but is also found in various forms among some people of the American Southwest, the East Coast of the United States, Great Lakes, and the Great Plains. Um, So pretty much all over the country, there's been sightings of these giant bird-like creatures. Um, They are often used as the crest of the totem pole like the very top because of their importance. Many stories claim that the Thunderbird's favorite prey is the killer whale, or orca. Other Other myths depict these monstrous birds as vengeful hunters, grabbing children in their talons and carrying them away to kill them. Thunderbirds can cause sheet lightning flashes from its eyes when it blinks, and the creature carries golden snakes to cause individual lightning bolts. The Thunderbird is often described and depicted as having teeth within its beak, which is pretty unusual for birds. I don't think... I'm not a bird expert, but I don't think many of them have that. Um, some claim that it can assume human form and then remove its feathers to use as a blanket. Cryptozoologists posit that the Thunderbird was associated with storms because they followed the drafts to stay in flight. Not unlike the way a modern eagle rides up mountain currents. Some have claimed to have mapped several Thunderbird sightings and found that they corresponded chronologically and geographically with storms moving across the United States. One of the most popular legends featuring the Thunderbird is the story of Thunderbird and Whale. So, Whale was a monster, killing other whales and depriving the Quaalute tribe of meat and oil. Thunderbird, a benevolent supernatural being, saw from its home high in the mountains that the people were starving. It soared out over the coastal waters, then plunged into the ocean and seized whale. A struggle ensued, the ocean receded and rose again. Many canoes were flung into trees, and many people were killed. Thunderbird eventually succeeded in lifting whale out of the ocean, carrying it high into the air, and then dropping it. Another great battle occurred on land. In one of the many variant versions of the myth the sound of the whale dropping into the sea is the source of thunder a young boy of the of the uh, vancouver island people the comox was fascinated by the sound of thunder and heard it from behind a point of land he crossed that point following the sound of thunder and discovered the spectacle of the thunderbird seizing and dropping the whale flattening the ground and creating the prairies the thunderbird saw the boy and told him that the story was now his and he had the right to wear the thunderbird mask and wings at the potlatch In another variant, the flapping of the thunderbird's wings is the source of thunder. Interesting enough, in the uh, 1980s, geologists found evidence that an earthquake, powerful enough to send a tsunami all the way to Japan, hit the Pacific Northwest in 1700. Some ethnologists believe that thunderbird and whale is a description of that disaster happening. Now let's get into some sightings of the thunderbird. One of the earliest sightings um, was in Arizona on April 26, 1980. Or 1890, sorry. (laughs) Am I dyslexic? I don't know. (laughs) The Tombstone Epitaph carried a story about two ranchers having killed a winged monster said to resemble a huge alligator 92 feet in length. It had an 8 foot long head, jaws thickly set with strong sharp teeth, a smooth hairless body with a maximum diameter of 50 inches, and a mince pair of wings composed of a thick and nearly transparent membrane with an estimated wingspan of 160 feet two feet just ahead of the wings, and an elongated tail. A photo of the bird creature captured was allegedly taken. No one has ever produced a copy of the Thunderbird photograph, though numerous people, Ivan T. Sanderson being one of the better known, have made claims to its existence. Sanderson claimed to have once owned a copy of the photo, which vanished after he loaned it to an acquaintance in the 1960s, which... I don't know any circumstance in my life if I had a photo of a cryptid that I would ever just loan it to someone. Like, what are you doing in your life? Like, oh, hey, bud, could I borrow your uh, photo of the Thunderbird for the weekend? I just want it to be a special weekend. I just, I don't know. It's a little questionable. The television program Freaky Links staged a similar photo, giving new life to the Thunderbird photograph legend. It is speculated that the description of the basic image in question, men standing alongside a winged creature nailed to a barn, is um, enough to implant sort of a false memory, leading some people to vaguely remember seeing the photo at some distant, imprecise time. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman wrote about a series of Thunderbird sightings in the 1940s. On April 10th, 1948, three individuals in Overland, Illinois spotted what they originally thought to be a passing plane. But after seeing a large set of flapping wings, they realized that this plane was something very different. A few weeks later, in Alton, Illinois, a man and his son saw what they described as an enormous bird-like creature with a body shaped like a naval torpedo. The creature was flying at least 500 feet and cast a shadow the same size as a small passenger airplane. Similar sightings around the same time in St. Louis, Missouri, prompted residents to write concerned letters to then-St. Louis Mayor, Uh, Aloys P. Kaufman, Aloys to Andy Kaufman, demanding that the city do something about these reportedly huge birds. The mayor instructed an administrative assistant to set a trap to catch one of these creatures, but uh, but when blue heron tracks were discovered on an island in the Merrimack River, the mystery was considered solved. There was a spike in the Thunderbird sightings in the late 20th century. On occasion, such reports were accompanied by huge footprints. On July 25th, 1977, in Lawndale, Illinois, Um, it was about 8.30 p.m. when three boys were playing hide-and-seek in a backyard, when two giant birds reportedly swooped down towards them, narrowly missing one of the boys, Travis Goodwin. When the birds came around for another attempt, one of the giant birds caught Marlon Lowe, whose parents owned the residence. The bird grasped Lowe with his talons and carried the boy three feet off the ground, and then about 35 feet throughout the air while he fought and screamed. Witnesses to the encounter were Ruth and Jake Lowe, who responded to their son's cries in time to witness the flight. Also witnessing were visiting friends Betty and Jim Daniels, who were busy cleaning out a camper in the Lowe's driveway and also responded to the cries for help. The third boy, Michael Thompson, also witnessed the encounter and dodged the birds during their initial swoop. The incident was reported to the local police as well as the Illinois Department of Conservation in nearby Springfield. However, the authorities in the late 70s didn't take the report seriously. Viewed by some as a tall tale, the descriptions given by the witnesses um, of these birds match that of an Andean condor, a large black bird with a white-ringed neck and a wingspan up to 10 feet. However, an Andor- Andor- (laughs) Andean condor talons are not strong enough to lift heavy objects. And also, 10 feet is way different than absolutely gigantic In 2002, a sighting of a large bird-like creature with an apparent wingspan of around 14 feet was reported in Alaska. The Anchorage Daily News reported witnesses describing the creature like something out of the movie Jurassic Park. And we all know how much I love Jurassic Park. At first, I thought it was one of those old-time otter planes, the paper quoted Moses Kupchak, 43, a heavy equipment operator from Tojiak, as saying, Instead of continuing towards me, it banked to the left, and that's when I noticed it wasn't a plane. Kupchiak said that the bird disappeared over the hill, and then he radioed Tojiak residents to tell them to keep their children in. Another local resident, a pilot who had initially dismissed the reports, said he saw the bird from a distance of just 1,000 feet while flying his airplane. The people in the plane saw him, John Boker was quoted as saying, He's huge, he's huge, he's really, really big, and you wouldn't want to have your children out. The Daily News, the largest daily in Alaska, said scientists had no doubt that people in the region west of Dillingham had seen the winged creature, but they were skeptical about its reported size. I'm certainly not aware of anything with a 14-foot wingspan that's been alive for the last 100,000 years, the paper quoted raptor specialist Phil Schimpf as saying. In 2007, sightings had been claimed in the area around San Antonio, Texas. Guadalupe or Guadalupe Cantu third was busy working his newspaper route when something shocking flew over the top of his car. We were afraid that it would come at us, so we stayed in the car till it had passed this way. This thing's all feathers, all black, much bigger than me. It looked at us. It had very stooped up shoulders. The beast has been spotted in the Rio Grande Valley from or to the mountains of New Mexico. If I were out there walking, it would have gone after me, he said. Cantu believes most sightings go unreported because people are afraid of the ridicule that they would face. However, he says a face-to-face encounter with the creature could be much worse. If you do see it, then you might end up missing. More recently, and back in the Pacific Northwest, I just hit my lamp with my finger and that sounded like a spittoon. I promise I'm not, like, an old pioneer. Um, anyways, back in the Pacific Northwest, on January 16th, 2018... There were reportedly several sightings of a large black bird the size of a small plane in the Mindenhall Valley area of Juneau, Alaska. Tabitha Bauer posted this status on Facebook after the sighting occurred. Attention! I was just driving by the movie theater in the valley and there was a huge black bird flying above the road. The wingspan had to be at least 20 feet. It was almost as wide as the road. I've lived here all my life and I've never seen anything like that. It freaked me out. It was not a raven or an eagle. This isn't a joke. This thing was huge, almost the size of a small airplane. Did anyone else see it? The sighting was backed up by several others in a long comment thread on the post. Some were poking fun at the idea of a thunderbird or pterodactyl in the valley, but others weren't so skeptical. Bauer, recounting the sighting to a journalist a few days after spotting the bird, said, it was like an eagle, but five times as big. She couldn't think of any way, any other way to describe the odd encounter. She spotted it at around 4 p.m. on January 16th, um, at what would have been dusk. Bauer was driving to the bank, alone in her car. Right before the movie theater, I looked ahead of me, and it was towards Super Bear Direction, Bauer said, referencing the grocery store in Mindenhall Mall and um, the cinema. There was rain on her windshield, so she turned her wipers on to clear the view. That was when she saw a massive jet black bird with a short tail flying level with the treetops over Mindenhall Loop Road towards her. Bauer said the bird flapped its wings, soared a little higher, and then flew at a fast clip over her car at about 50 feet in the air. I looked up, and right at that point, there was a gigantic huge black bird flying above my truck. It was basically following the roadway along the treetops. I slowed down to try to get a better look at it. It was heading towards the glacier. The wingspan was almost as wide as the road. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was very concerning, and I'd never seen anything like that. Bauer said that it definitely had feathers, but she couldn't make out a beak. The body of itself had to be six to eight feet. Um, I know it sounds crazy, and I've been getting a lot of crap on Facebook about it like I am crazy, but I wanted to post just in case anyone else had seen something like it. Around this same time, in the same location, another woman saw something very similar, this time perched, or attempting to perch, in a tree near her house late at night. Um, She went out to smoke a cigarette at her Lemon Creek home and noticed that all the birds in the area were excited. All you heard was the whooshing sound in my tree. I went inside and grabbed a flashlight. It was so large, I couldn't even get an outline of what type of bird it was, she said. She noticed down branches littered her yard in the morning. That sounds crazy, but it was huge. I don't even go camping anymore. So what exactly are all these sightings of? Some cryptozoologists have theorized that the ancient Thunderbird myth um, was based on the sightings of a real animal with a mistaken assessment of its apparent size. So basically people just seeing birds and through an optical illusion or, you know, for whatever reason, they look way bigger than they actually are. It's debatable what the biggest bird in Alaska is, but one candidate is the black-footed albatross, Um, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service raptor biologist Steve Lewis said. They can have a wingspan of six to eight feet. But it's highly unlikely an albatross would venture into the valley of these sightings. Strong winds can sometimes blow an albatross inland, but they're generally ocean-going birds that stick to the coast, Lewis said. Over the water, there's potential to see something that may have wings like an albatross, but it wouldn't be jet black, and it wouldn't be over the valley at all. The Stellar's eagle is another candidate. Like the black-footed albatross, those can have a wingspan of 6 to 8 feet. They generally don't venture as far north as Juneau, but as recently as the 1990s, they were spotted only a few miles away from Juneau in Canada. A third and more likely explanation is that the bird was an immature female bald eagle. These are the largest birds that frequently uh, are in the area. Young bald eagles have bigger feathers than the older eagles, which aid them to learn how to fly and can make them look larger than they actually are. Female bald eagles are generally larger than their male counterparts. Um, Their job in a mating pair is to defend the nest, so it helps to be big and imposing to scare off potential nest robbers. Bauer and the other woman were both adamant about the size of the bird, so neither the albatross, stellar's eagle, or immature female bald eagle exactly matches their account. They're both too small and the wrong colors. Um, both eyewitnesses describing seeing this thing flap its wings, so it's unlikely that it's a glider or a large drone or anything like that. While the idea of lo- of giant birds is kind of fun, it's an unlikely reality, especially in North America. There is not enough food, Angelo P. Capriella, an or- ornithologist at Illinois State University, said. In many areas where large birds are reported. Uh perhaps more important is the lack of sightings by legions of competent bird watchers scanning the skies of the US and Canada, where there are breeding populations or were there breeding populations of large unknown birds, Capriella contends that they would not remain unknown for very long. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Olympia Oddities. Like the Facebook page at Olympia Oddities Podcast or follow Olympia Oddities Podcast on Instagram for pictures and updates that go along with the episodes. Um, you can follow my personal Insta, Trista Jean, if you want to. Now, go grab some birdseed and some binoculars. We've got bird watching to do. Bye!